Back with one more segment here on the Night Talker from Big 12 Media Days at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. And we finish things off with one more conversation. This with the second-year head coach at TCU. His first year was pretty darn good. Ends up leading the Horn Frogs to a regular season Big 12 crown and national championship game experience. Sonny Dykes. Sonny, thank you so much for the time. How you doing today? I'm good. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, always fun to be at Media Day and kind of signals the beginning of the season. So fired up about it. Are you tired of answering the what are you going to do for an encore <laughs> question just yet? Uh, not not entirely. Um, it's a good question, though. I mean, that's, that's the same question I would ask um, if I was in your, in your chair. Um, you know, I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, I think the thing for us, the challenge is, you know, Kenya, everybody says you caught lightning in a bottle and, you know, you had this magical year and, you know, and all that stuff. And, and I think in some ways we did. Um, but I think in some ways that's underselling kind of what our players did. You know, the guys – you know, they, they played really hard, and they were unselfish, and they were really good in critical situations, and, you know, we had some good luck, but I think a lot of that was, um, you know, because of what we did, and the challenge is to recreate it now, and we have a different group of players, but I think the challenge is, is the same, and, um, you know, I think our roster top to bottom is honestly probably significantly more talented than last year. Um, it boils down to, you know, how can we put the pieces together, and how does it fit, and and then can we do the little things that make a difference between winning and losing? Well, I'm a big believer in the idea that luck is when preparation meets opportunity. And you obviously met, uh, met that task last year. So how have you ensured that you guys stay prepared enough for whatever it is that ends up happening in the 2023 season? Well, the big thing for us is, is making sure that we, number one, learn from last year. You know, the good stuff, the bad stuff. I mean, I'm sitting here at the one yard line where Kansas State stopped us you know on third and fourth down otherwise we would have you know had a chance to win a big 12 championship and so you know that's obviously a situation that we could have done better in and that's a great teaching opportunity and learning opportunity for our players Um, you know we didn't play well in the biggest game of the year uh, and so that's a great teaching opportunity Um, and so that's kind of what you want to do you want to take those those opportunities to teach and learn and at the same time you want to say okay look this is what we were good at let's continue to build off of that and you know for us I think our players have learned how important it is to play well together you know and play complementary football and you know that's what I'm really proud of about this team last year is we were able to win a lot of different ways and I think this this team this year can do the same thing I think we're going to be improved on defense I think we're going to have the same kind of big play capabilities we had offensively. I think we can be more consistent offensively than we were. You know, I feel good about our kicking game. You know, we, we return our deep snapper, punter, and kicker, and I think they're all really good players. So there's a lot of things to be excited about. Um, but, you know, we've got to, we've got to be willing to do the little things, you know, and, and do them day in and day out. And our guys have to buy into our vision enough that when they leave the building – you know, when they showed up and they've been through meetings, they've been through treatment, they've been through practice, and they've done weightlifting and they've done all the stuff you have to do when they leave the building now, are they doing the right stuff outside the building? You know, and, and if you want to be great, you have to do that. And that's what it takes. And last year's team was willing to do it. And, you know, the, the jury's still out whether or not we're, we're able to do it this year. I'm glad you mentioned learning from last year's failures because overall, obviously, it was an exceptional season for TCU football. 
But successful people uh, not only fail, they tend to fail often and learn those necessary lessons. So what were you able to take away as a coach from that national championship game, just considering it turned into a perfect storm? You guys were obviously much better yeah. than what people saw that night. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I think the, the, the message for us really all year was, hey, don't panic. You know, mm-hmm. believe, in, believe in your training, believe in your preparation. Uh, you know, we're good enough. And I think that was, you know, you look at us against Oklahoma State, we're down 17 at halftime, it doesn't look good. A couple weeks later, we're down 17 at halftime at Kansas State, doesn't look good. We were able to rally win those games. And so, you know, what we did is we got into the biggest, on the biggest stage in the biggest game of the year, and we panicked a little bit. You know, things didn't go well uh, in the beginning, and... You know, our guys, I think, panicked. And so I think, you know, it's like anything else. you got to have that true confidence and belief in yourself, in your teammates, in, your, in the system that it's going to be good enough. And, and we're still working to get there. You know, it was, it was good enough most of the season, but certainly wasn't good enough in the national championship game. And so we got to continue to hammer that point across to our players, and they got to continue to buy into that and, and understand that, you know, hey, look, if we do things the right way, we have enough talent, we've got enough good players. Um, you know, that we can we can beat anybody. And if things don't go well early, uh, and we were fortunate. I mean, the week before against Michigan, we got off to a great start. And I think that really helped us. It gave our guys a ton of confidence, gave us some momentum. And we were ne- never able to get that against uh, Georgia. And, um, and you got to give them a ton of credit. I mean, really good football team and a pretty special group. But wish we had that one to do over again. But, you know, at the same time, ready to move forward. Everybody fears something. My wife fears clowns. I fear unrealized dreams. What's your biggest fear? Uh, you know, I got young kids, and so kind of worry a lot about them. Yeah, uh, you got know, eight and six-year-olds. Yeah, get you there. <laughs> yeah, fourteen and twelve-year-old daughters and six-year-old son. Um, I don't know, man. I'm kind of, I'm pretty optimistic. Um, so I'm not so sure that I think about that stuff a lot um but but i mean i think missed opportunity is, is yeah. the one thing to me that you know bothers me and felt like we had some missed opportunities last year and so we want to try to you know make sure that next time we got them that we're we're we can capitalize better than we did i'd like to think that uh, you are an optimistic guy in large part because your dad and he is obviously a legend last year you and i talked about your friendship with mike leach and me as somebody who was acquaintances with them, I'm still heartbroken uh, about the loss at yep. the end of last year. So my uh, my condolences on your loss, but uh, just how happy does it make you that Texas Tech is doing the right thing here and making sure to induct him in the ring of honor with yeah. Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah, you know, um, really you know, proud of Texas Tech for doing that. I mean, sometimes when you break up, it's hard to, you know, it's hard on everybody. Breakups are never easy, uh, and I appreciate uh, Texas Tech's leadership and, you know, for, for willing to, to being willing to do that. He certainly deserves to be there. He's one of the all-time greats. Um, you know, he's uh, nobody like Mike, you know, one of a kind. And, you know, college football needs some people that, that um, aren't afraid to kind of blaze their own trails. And certainly Mike was, was a trailblazer and somebody who um, wasn't afraid to, to look at things differently and, see maybe a different reality than some other people did and uh you know when you you miss independent thinkers and he was the he was the grand champion of independent thinkers and so we're going to certainly miss him 
from a football standpoint, but you just miss him personally as well. Just such a unique person and somebody that I always enjoyed just spending time with because, you know, he was great at seeing things from a different perspective and communicating that to you, and I learned a lot from Mike through the years for sure. We have to embrace the people that live their lives outside of the box, and yeah. he most certainly did that. For and sure. he always expressed his love for Texas Tech and Lubbock, too. or just a handful of people that uh, led to his ouster. So I think that uh, Texas Tech folks have loved him since as well and uh, been real, pretty ticked off with uh, their own folks based on the direction that the football program has gone until now. All right, last question now, Sonny. Uh, what do you love about TCU? Well, I mean, it's uh, it's the perfect situation for me, you know, in my life. Um, you know, I live two blocks from campus. Uh, we're, hmm. My family's on campus all the time. You know, it's just a it's a great place to live, an easy place to live. It's a fantastic community. You know, Fort Worth is just a great city that's growing and, and offers our players tremendous opportunity. It's a great institution. You know, the cool thing about TCU is people that go to school there um, – they love the place. I mean, they really do. Now, it's a small school. That can be challenging at times, but, man, they get customer service. You know, our, our student-athletes have an incredible experience going to school there. The uh, university cares about them. The faculty care about them. Um, it's way different than going to a big public school. Um, and I've coached at both, you know, big public schools and, and small private schools. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of right in the middle. And I think it's a perfect, uh, perfect situation, you know, for – for our student-athletes, you know, it's one of those places where I hope my kids go to school there because I know they're going to have a tremendous experience and get a great education and, and have a lot of fun and be in a great city. And so, you know, in, in, in my point, this point in my life, it's really kind of the perfect utopia, you know, for me and my family. So it's, uh, it's, been, it's been a hell of a place. Congratulations on making it to Utopia. Thank you so much for the time today, and best of luck with things going yeah, forward. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.